0: You are about to enter the world of the Face Off Hockey podcast. Only It's only a game. Why do you have to be mad? The cases are real. The debates are real. Their rulings are final.
1: This guy's such an idiot here. <laughs>
0: this is your podcast. This is Face Off Hockey.
1: Tiger, where are you? <laughs> Tiger! We
0: also didn't talk about how now there's going to be a... Uh, out. Oh, my Mazda.
1: We'll do it live (laughs) We're live Mike takes the sip of a froster What flavor you got there, buddy? Last week we started the show with your physics project This week we're starting with your froster And you stuck your tongue out It's cherry,
2: it's cherry, coke, and blue
1: Cherry, coke, and blue It's a matter, you can't just pick one? (laughs) I I like to mix Yeah, I used to get coke And like, coke and blue usually Was a good mix
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm a big slushy guy So... I don't know. It's, as the weather gets warmer out there, I, I feel like I just want to dabble a little bit.
1: Fair enough. If it gets yeah. hotter, are you going to dump it on your bald head? Maybe we'll see. <laughs> it's for I, a good buzz. What is this? Week three, week four now of the uh, shaved head hair loss, no hair gets left. Messier, whatever you want to call think, it. How, how we doing? I
2: think it's been over a month now, at least.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's. I here. think
2: it's been. I think it was like the last or the. Five uh, it was before patrick's interview I right? i think it was like the yeah. it was before
1: like uh it was it was april sometime i think it was just before rizzo i think you might be right kak how maybe. long was rizzo like three uh weeks that, ago? This should be episode 24 he was episode 21 for about so about three four three four weeks ago yeah
2: yeah i don't know man the times maybe just been morphing together i don't even know what day it is i do because it's monday because that's when we do our podcast <laughs> I think it was – I think
0: we uh, might have been before Kyle's. I don't know. It was around there. But. Fucking
1: Just the man. Fucking Kyle. Kyle Gramard, beauty, shout-out, episode 19. Check it out. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube Face Off Hockey Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, at Face Off Puck Pod. Um, so today I will be making – well, you guys are going to be hearing this Wednesday. Um, we're not exactly sure when the Slump Buster will release this episode, but later tonight I will be making an appearance – representing us here, the glue guys at face off hockey podcast. I'll be joining the slump buster podcast with uh, two other fellow colleagues, podcasters. I guess that's colleagues, right? We're all podcasters. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a little embarrassing. I don't remember both their names off the top. So Atlanta
0: and OD on sports life of Atlanta and OD on sports.
1: There we go. Shout it out. Thank you. CAC for the save. Um, I'll be <laughs> joining them with Juju. I believe it's Juju um, yeah. for the hockey round table. Uh, We're going to be talking about the playoff format and we're going to get into a little bit more about that again. And then I think, I think Juju mentioned there's going to be some trivia he's going to throw together and it's going to be around our three favorite teams. So I think it's going to be centralized against uh, around the Anaheim Ducks, the Toronto Maple Leafs shout out and uh, the New York Rangers. So that'll be fun. I think Kak, did you, you guys didn't do any trivia when you were on, you just talked about miracle, right? Uh,
0: He's, well, no. There was two times I was on. Once was just with Julian and Dre, and uh, they threw a couple of Gretzky questions my way. And the miracle one with Chris. No, no, tw- no, no Twitter. Oh my God, no trivia there.
1: <laughs> I mean, it'd be kind of cool to go back on now and talk about the movie. I mean, we got a friend of the show who was yeah, uh, friend of the show was yeah, a, he- a leading actor in that movie. Correct. Yeah. And yeah, he's continuing true. to like our stuff. So absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully, he's listening. So, Patrick, if you're listening, shout out. What up? Um, so Can yeah. you adopt
0: me? I'm <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we'll just pretend Cag never said that. Um, so yeah, check me, check me out. Check us out. Uh, the Slump Buster Podcast. We will obviously let you guys know when that's coming out. Yeah, check today, me out. Yeah, check me out. Man. <laughs> um, later today we'll get more into the playoff format. They, the NHL, released some details last week. Uh, just kind of how everything's going to work out over the rounds, reseeding, et cetera. Um, then we're going to talk about something a little that hurts, hurts me a little bit. Max Kellerman, uh, first take ESPN. He had a little bit to say, something to say about hockey. And you know what? I'm a Max Kellerman fan, um, but we'll talk about what he had to say. Um, then we're going to go into some weird, weird shit that went on with the Ottawa Senators organization. Um, the last two, three years for the Sens as a whole, it's kind of just been a gong show, dumpster fire, um, whatever you want to call it, for an absolute disaster. Um, the Sens Foundation, their main charity, they split away from the Ottawa Senators organization. Um, we'll get into that. There's kind of a lot to get into. It's kind of a little bit of a rabbit hole. Um, then we're going to talk about the Stanley Cup odds. So Sportsline, they had released their own percentages. Um, about all the teams in the 24-team tournament, whatever you want to call it. Um, and we're going to go over those percentages. Some of them, at first glance, kind of makes me wonder what the hell they're thinking about because I don't understand some of the percentages. Me and Mikey kind of talked about it quickly today, and it's a little weird. Um, and then if, if we got time, we'll get in. we pushed this from last week. This is kind of our new thing. We say we're going to do something, and then we just kind of push it off for a couple of weeks <laughs> until we get some time. Correct. <laughs> We'll go over uh, maybe the awards that haven't been given out yet. So we'll talk about who should be the MVP, the Hart, uh, who should win the Vesna, who should win the Norris, and, of course, the Jack Adams, so goalie, defenseman, and coach if you're new to the sport of hockey. Um, but first, the Hockey Diversity Alliance was created today. Um, in spite of everything that's been going on the last couple of weeks in the world, let's say, because it's been carrying overseas, as we saw in the U.K., with what's been going on over there um the hockey diversity alliance was created so as uh kak if you want to kind of set that up a little bit as i get the screen up here yeah. so we can uh, so
0: basically um there's been a Aliu's uh story has been widespread throughout this past season um and a few other players of color have Spoken out about racism in the sport of hockey and, and junior and even the NHL. So they had released a memo today, and you'll see it right there on the screen. Uh, I'm not going to read all of it, but it is signed by Akeem LU, Evander Kane of the San, uh, San Jose Sharks, Matt Dumba of the Minnesota Wild, former player Chris Stewart. Current Buffalo Sabre. What's up, Melody Martin? Wayne Simmons. <laughs> Shoot your shot. Um, Joel Ward, our, one of our glue guys of the past, and uh, Trevor Daly, Stanley Cup champion. And they are going to – It's their mission is to eradicate ra- uh, racism and intolerance in hockey. Basically, they're going to be promoting diversity at all levels of the game. Uh, and – through community outreach as well, and engage with youth uh, that are playing the game and try to make it to be more affordable and accessible, which I have been saying for years has been a problem at the grassroots level. They'll also be focusing on educating the hockey community about racism and uh, issues confronting the sport uh, while advocating for acceptance and equality. So that's pretty much the meat and potatoes of their position and where they want to go moving forward uh yeah so it's what do you guys think about
2: that
1: oh it's good stuff <laughs> I mean, I, I just yeah been it's talking. about time yeah mike i mean if you got something to say go ahead buddy
2: no nothing i'm just saying it's it's about time that they they have this it's been a known issue throughout sports in general not just hockey but hockey especially um and i mean you got the nfl i mean those guys are really really doing something in the nfl right now I mean, it's inevitable that change is coming, and it's it's long overdue, personally, in, in, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, it's a step in the right direction for sure.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, the NHL—they're taking some initiative. Um, obviously, Akeem aliyu with the uh, Bill Peter stuff at the beginning of the season—it uh, makes a lot of sense that he would be kind of be at the forefront of this alliance. Um, it's a good thing. So, I mean, it says in the letter there they're not actually. Um, run by the nhl they're totally separate but they hope that the nhl will back them up in whatever they end up trying to proceed and do in communities and stuff like that um i'm all for it man i mean it's it's about time i mean like you said mikey it's long overdue uh you brought up the nfl they're taking a lot of stances um i've been hearing there's rumors out there in the twitter sphere uh the nba some nba players are talking about just sitting out the rest of the year kind of a stance and being like, we're not coming back unless there's real change. Um, That is quite the bold statement. Um, So we'll see what ends up happening with that. I don't think it would get to that point. Um, We just kind of have to play it out by ear, but yeah, man, I mean, this is, this is, it's only a good thing. Um, And and don't go ahead. sorry. Sorry.
0: And don't worry, there will be female hockey, uh, black hockey players that are going to be attached to this. They just wanted to get this out right away, but that's happening. Yeah. I saw a lot of backlash.
1: About yeah, that. there was some backlash. I mean, people will find a way to criticize and to find that. negativity in everything. Yeah. Um, this is obviously 100% a good thing, and it's a step forward, but people decide they still it's have still to be plan. like, well, how come there's no women? And they got to go off on that whole tangent. It's like, hello, Relax for a second. This is a good thing. Take it for what it is right now and move on. Um, I I just don't get it. You can never please everyone in this world. And you know what? People shouldn't try and waste their time trying to please everyone because it's impossible. Um, My
0: fortune cookie yesterday said that.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, you should (laughs) hire me. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's a good thing. Um, That's really all we got to say about that. Um, I guess now uh, we can kind of talk about the playoff format. We'll get into some on ice stuff. So from what we've been hearing that players and the owners, they've agreed on the 2014 playoff. Mm. Um, but I was listening to Pierre Lebrun yesterday of TSN, and he was kind of mentioning like, hold on, like the players, they still have to really agree on what they're coming back to the NHS, to hit them with protocols, um, testing all the whole nine. And, he's saying, hold on, we're not completely out of the water here. The players still have to agree um, with what the NHL will put in place. Anyway, if they do come back, um, I will just... If
2: they come back? I thought that was pretty given right
1: now. Well, no. See, that's basically what I was getting at, is he was saying to just kind of pump the brakes a little bit. They still have to agree... The players will still have to agree on whatever the NHL's plans are. And so far... It's not going to be smooth sailing from what we're hearing. So I think that is why they have announced their plan, phase two, three, four, but they never gave an actual date. Hey, Kat, wipe that back.
2: damn smirk off your face. For
1: someone
2: who fucking I, loves hockey as much as you do and as much as we all do, I've never seen someone so happy to hear that. Hockey might actually not come back this year. Yeah. No, I don't
0: know how Explain many times yourself, I have to qualify. Bitch. I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how many times I have to qualify, but saying I'm, I want it back. I do, but I, you have to be pragmatic. You have to, you have for to sure. Think, but if you they know, pragmatic and, be and safe.
1: They logical ways, it's going to be the players. I'm not going to be stubborn because I, I get their concerns, but men, if there's safety in place and they can bring their families and, some teams oh, not, might only be done within a month. You know what I mean? It, they true, might have the whole grind. Bring, so, I don't know. Sorry, what are you br- saying? But bring their
0: families?
1: Yeah, apparently they'll be able to bring some family members in. Bring your play. mitt? What the fuck? <laughs> bring, <yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> bring your mitt. We'll play catch. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, another movie line, CAC. If you've ever seen Project X about the oh, uh, no. high school party. Oh, my gosh. Class. Dude,
2: that's a friggin' great movie. The two guys,
1: we have to back it up quickly now. Um, The two guys are in the grocery store buying booze or chips or cups, whatever. And this, they, Miles Teller played himself, Miles Teller in the movie. And this was before he blew up with whiplash and everything else. Yeah. They're like, Oh my God, that's Miles Teller. Like you should invite him to the party. So they go up and say, Hey, Miles, like (laughs) you party, having a big shindig. And he's kind of like, Oh yeah, maybe I'll think about it. Like maybe I'll see you there. And he goes, bring your, he was a big baseball player. He goes, bring your mitt. We could play catch at the party. And he just goes, no. He just goes, no. Walks away, and then his friend goes, bring your mitt. What the fuck? <laughs> totally rattled. Um, but now I'm off topic. I, I totally forgot. Oh, families. Yeah, they might bring their families in. Um, who knows? But oh, anyway, God. I will pull up here. Uh, kind of the details now that the NHL had shared. Um, I don't know what it's looking like over there, but it looks pretty big on my screen. I'll shorten it. So that's the series lengths, the qualifying round, so that's the 16 the, – well, not the 16 teams. The four top seeds won't be playing, but the qualifying round will be a best mm. of five. So the Rangers-Carolina series, five games, Pittsburgh-Montreal, Toronto-Columbus, uh, et cetera. Um, all the other <laughs> rounds, like a regular Stanley Cup, they'll be best of seven. Thank God. That is all I really wanted to make sure. If you're going ki- to try and keep in te- the integrity of the Stanley Cup as much as you can at this point, at least have best of seven series. Um, mm. So each – shut up with your hmm. All right. Just, <laughs> 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 um, each succeeding round of the 2020 Stanley Cup playoffs, the highest remaining seed in each conference will face the lowest remaining seed. The second highest in the, each conference will face the second lowest, et cetera. So it's kind of like the old one versus eight, two versus seven, three, six, four, five. Um, and then the round robin tiebreaker. So ties in the round robin. Featuring the top four teams from each conference, they'll be broken by regular season points percentage, and then the seeding order for these teams will then remain the same throughout the 2020 playoffs. Um, not much info given there. They're kind of just going to go based on if you advance, they're going to reseed. Uh, CAC with that look and the shape. Yeah, on I was going
2: to say my my brain is doing. What That's all do
1: I got to say. What do you do? You have anything wrong with this?
2: No. No. It's good to plan.
0: It's good to plan. I'm just Ah, oh, this guy. This is stuff I kind of like <laughs> I, I, I thought we had talked about like we had already figured that this was Well, you know, it looked like it was going to
1: speculation. Oh. Um but now it's out there in in the Twitter sphere, the atmosphere. Yeah. There's a lot football. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of stuff in the Twitter sphere. That's for awesome
1: sure. CAC, if you there. had to place at a scale of 1 to 10 on Oh god. on how if you actually think the NHL is coming back what would you say right now? Without your biases, your thoughts, the way it's looking right now with these announcements, um, the dates given, somewhat of the dates, saying they're gonna announce Hub City soon.
0: Well <laughs> uh well, I guess we can rule out Minneapolis as a Hub City because it's kind of in flames right now. But um honestly, coronavirus is deadly, but so is Gary Bettman's ego. So to put like the odds of them <laughs> coming back How deadly are
1: both of those things? Anyway, that's a topic.
0: 35% 35 chance that they get back the way I see it. Because I think that they're going to try their absolute hardest. But because I think that with all the protests and everything that's been going on, things like COVID cases have been spiking, which the media has failed to showcase a lot of that. um, I think that might derail some of their plans.
1: Yeah. It would have been higher.
0: It would have been higher two weeks ago.
1: But- well, maybe maybe we can talk about this. Um, the Hub City talk. Now, would you, with what's going on right now, given uh, politics and given quarantine situations coming in out of Canada, the U.S., the whole deal, where do you think would be a better spot for the NHL? Would it be in Canada or would it be in the United States?
2: Probably Canada where there's peaceful protests going on and not looting and and also people that are still – in sort of trying to enforce those social distance measures. I mean, for me, I think it, uh, I think we are more capable of hosting it properly, but in terms of border situations and people coming across the border, I mean, that's going to pose its own problems.
0: People are still coming across the border. Oh they yeah. Still
2: are. And also
0: And on uh, like uh, Ontario is starting to open up things slowly, especially yeah. in the Toronto area like hair salons and... Like- well, I
1: think if they're coming to Canada, what they're saying is it's Edmonton, Vancouver. Yeah. Um, so I guess for Canada, it'd be good for there because they've had um, less cases, less outbreaks in those locations. Um, they would be making Canadian dollars, so they'd be making more money or recovering more money, I should say. Um, but the issue is six teams are in Canada and the rest are in the United States. So it'd be a lot easier for them to just for the Canadian teams to just go to the United States, not to mention most of those players are already in the U S or they're overseas. Um, There won't be trouble. Uh, I mean, athletes will get the exception, um, but the border, it's kind of like a non-issue at this point for athletes. I think they're going to get the special treatment regardless. And even if they're not getting special treatment, there have been flights coming in and out. I saw two in my backyard last night. Um, I think, we were checking flight tracker, the flight tracker app, just out of curiosity. One was going to Israel. One was coming in from Moncton. um, One was going to Philadelphia. So don't really know what's up with that. Um, So I think, I think maybe it would be best to just go. It's tough, man. I think it might be best to go to the U S strictly because that's where the majority of the teams are. uh, Majority of the players are, um, they're kind of been more open to the idea of letting businesses and everything open up. Vegas is looking alive and well right now. Yeah,
2: Vegas is pretty um, out of control. Like, like there's yeah. people just sitting on top of each other. It's a friggin' gong show.
1: Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm Arizona and Florida have been open to the idea for a while now to let sports in. Uh, I don't know if I think Dallas was mentioned as one of the cities that the NHL was looking at. I think, the whole state of Texas, they're allowing up to 50% capacity at their stadiums and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so the, the U.S. is going to be more lenient. Gary Bettman is obviously more of a pusher towards the American side. Um, of course.
2: Yeah, but you know, lenient in this situation isn't necessarily a
1: better thing. Like, you no, know no have, I'm not saying it's better, but that's you got to think about that.
2: I know you're not saying, you saying it's better, but that. for the sport, for sports in general, I mean – you want, you want as strict of a policy as you can possibly get so that people actually abide to it. You don't want shit to get out of control, really.
1: No, for sure. Um, oh, really? <laughs> I mean, last two
2: weeks, it's been out of control. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying.
1: Like, maybe you know, if they create something like the NBA has done where they're going to have one location, so the NBA is going to Disney World in Florida and Orlando, um, maybe that – like, I'm hearing in the U.S. they want to go Vegas and Columbus – is their two front runners. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. I guess it's still just a waiting game um, until we actually get – I mean, some facilities here today – today is Monday um, in Toronto. Uh, like the Leafs are opening up their facilities. Um, they have 20 players uh, on the roster in the city right now. Um, but then you look at teams like Montreal, and apparently there's only three of them in Montreal. Yeah, so there's still a lot of logistics – there's still a lot of groundwork, um, but oh, they, it's a
0: logistics nightmare.
1: Absolutely, inch by inch, play by play. To quote Al Pacino, any given Sunday. Uh, <laughs> Didn't you do that monologue? I did do that monologue, and I fucking crushed it. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't so, be modest or anything. Don't yes. be humble, humble guy over here. I'll be humble, all right. Uh P for patience. Um, <laughs> I don't.
2: I don't. Anyway, listen. It's I have a big gonna rope, but I'm going
1: to ride it. Um, I, I was going
2: to say. I was going to say though. I think. Uh, I think Gary Batman could play like the villain Penguin from Batman. I think he looks a lot like. Uh, could play like uh, Oswald Cobblepot.
1: He'll have to wear his special shoes though, because he's got something wrong with his feet. I don't know if you guys know about that. Gary Batman is always seen in like special orthotic shoes, even in a suit. No way. Um, yeah, maybe I'll try and find a picture here and pull it up.
0: Maybe he's a little flat-footed. I don't know.
1: He's, he's got something going on yeah he's got something. baby
0: lifts lot. yeah um, did i ever i think i mentioned this before doesn't he look exactly like jacques martin
1: i think I'm yeah i could see yeah, that yeah, yeah i could see that uh yeah, like, of, you're
2: right yeah
1: so let me try and but, find a picture but while i find this cac if you want to set up your boy kellerman in his comments this week Kellerman.
0: oh max kellerman max 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 maxi pads So uh, Max Kellerman uh, is a announcer in the U.S. uh, ESPN, right? I'm pretty sure. Yep. And he was talking about the big four major sports organizations coming
1: back. I'm going to cut you off here quickly. And there is the picture of Gary Bettman's shoes. (laughs) As you can see. What the hell? And that was at the White House, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Gary Bettman and his shoes. (laughs) Trying to walk through
0: all the bullshit. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're like camping loafers. Like, what are yeah. those? It what is a well, those? It is a well-known
1: fact. Gary Bettman loves a mean orthotic. Um, but anyway, CAC, sorry Don't to cut we you all. off.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, Keller. Oh, Kellerman! Right, so Kellerman um, was just saying about... <laughs> because there's so much toxic BS this week on Twitter. It was depressing. But through, But this was kind of humorous, but also not really true. Because he said that Max Kellerman... Oh. <laughs> that he said that the National Hockey League isn't that popular in the US, that nobody cares about hockey. That he doesn't consider them
1: He didn't want to today. hurt our feelings though. He didn't want to hurt our feelings. Yeah, he didn't
0: want to hurt our feelings. That's how we prefaced this, right? Like yeah. you know, like Max Kellerman looks like he was just dropped on this planet and experiencing Earth for the first time. But also Max Kellerman was that kid who was partners with the teacher. Like it just he just seems like he just <laughs> <had> <laughs> in the crowd, and it's just like, oh,
1: the kid who goes so, uh, full out fancy on the Bristol board for projects.
0: Yeah, and it's like for for like rec- for, for, uh, participation grades. Like the, yeah, get the, it, the, Rip. You're in grade optional. five.
1: It's not going to matter. Uh, He's the
0: one that tells the teacher, oh, we actually have a quiz tomorrow. He's yeah. that guy.
1: Big asshole. But- oh, miss, do you want to check our agendas if they got signed?
2: <laughs> I've forged my mom's signature on my agenda so many times. Oh, because dude, I, I got
1: caught in grade four. and My my dad listens. He's gonna hear this, he knows. I got caught in grade four, like at the end of the day, like an idiot. I was going like weeks in advance. I was signature, signature, skip <laughs> signature, signature. And I came over and teacher was right over my shoulder and I was like, You got me. You got me <laughs> I don't <laughs> know I've what you want there. me to say. Yeah,
0: so and then of course <laughs> the hockey community spoke up about it and be like, you know, NHL popularity has been on the rise. Uh, Tony D'Angelo was like, and a bunch of other players were like sold out crowds every night where we are like, yeah, I'm pretty
1: sure game seven of the Stanley cup finals this year or last year between the blues and Bruins. It was the most viewed television ratings wise, most viewed Stanley cup final game in like the last decade. Yeah. And then Kellerman said, he's like, this is a well-known thing. Uh, it's, a, it's a well-known statement or quote or whatever that every, uh, every city has 20,000 hockey fans, but they're all season ticket holders. That's why the games are sold out, but their television ratings are low. And I'm like, Dude, I, okay, you know what? I love Max Kellerman. When he talks about the NFL, NBA, he's a boxing genius too. I've learned a lot from him actually. I love his very level-headed takes. And maybe it, I got a little bit of a bias because he was always on the side of the Toronto Raptors and Kawhi Leonard. Being a gangster, so obviously, shout out, got him. Um, I think I was on his side a little bit for that, but just the ridiculous. Like, I first of all, I've never heard anyone say that. Like, did you guys know? Is that a well known quote or whatever? Uh, no, yeah, well,
0: wait, what's well known that
1: everyone's on The quote was, was, Everyone knows there's 20,000 hockey f- or yeah, 20,000 no. hockey fans are season ticket holders, that's why they sell out the building and blah, the T rings, no. or shit. A lot, Max. Yeah. like well,
0: Tiger Woods said back in like what was in the early 2000s, like, yeah, we don't care about hockey. And that back then you could make the argument kind of that not many people in the US really cared about hockey, but it's growing, it's I mean, expanding, yeah. dude. Yeah, like,
1: if you were to look, we went over a couple, might be a month or two ago, the projected 22 Olympic rosters. Um, Team USA is arguably better than Team Canada, yeah. I mean. Speaking us from home, Mike over Mike's uh, left shoulder, Austin Matthews, American born hockey player. Uh, right. Jack Eichel, we brought up last week. He wants to get out of Buffalo. Shout out your shirt. There's a couple uh, other pieces of shit. shout out Ryan Miller, American born. Um, I mean, Patrick Kane, I'm like, just ridiculous. Take yeah. um, college hockey on the men's side, at least, and the women's side, actually, they're massive. Um, yeah, for sure. On the course, women's it's a, it's a niche market, obviously, but people have to realize the hockey, it's a Canadian sport. It's up here in Canada. Um, but, like, it's the TV deals that will dominate. So, obviously, the NFL is going to get more screen time with ESPN, CBS, Fox, um, the NBA with TNT. They're huge deals. Um, like, that, it's obvious the TV ratings are going to be skewed one way. Um, obviously America is built on football and baseball. We didn't even mention baseball. It's called baseball
2: is, is our hockey is, 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 like baseball
1: here in Canada. It's just not as big as the other sports. I don't think dude, the red wings have hockey town written across the middle of their center ice. And I don't know if they should take that title still, but they got hockey town written there Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, speak. They've been in the spotlight um they're a massive hockey place in boston, in boston. Yeah, yeah boston's huge like, massachusetts huge for hockey um yeah. cornell the nard dog they got a the Nard house. dog shout out big red yeah um so kind of a ridiculous take by max kellerman he obviously does it for some clicks gets the people and the trolls going on twitter um i still like max kellerman i don't know about yeah you, i man. mean i
2: feel like a lot of these a lot of those takes are just like I'm just going to throw it out there and cause some controversy because we're all just so bored in the sports
1: world. Yeah, you know for what? sure. There's definitely some of that. You got it. It's entertainment.
0: Yeah. yeah well, he overdid it in the Creed films, though. <laughs> just, <laughs> I mean, he st- He's just overacting. Like I still overacting. love you, Max, but um, get your shit straight,
1: uh, and maybe, maybe someone wants to drop the gloves with you on the ice. Maybe you'll think a little bit different about the sport. How about that? Um, speaking of entertainment and stories, uh, the Sens Foundation – um, <laughs> oh, they, man. they split from the Ottawa centers organization. Um, this is kind of Eugene Melnick CAC, you know, a little bit of, a little bit more about this story than I do. And it kind of talks about, uh, the Dolan with the New York Knicks situation and the Rangers. Um, so, yeah. set so
0: basically Eugene is, ah, uh, boy, I don't even know where to be. How do you roast a meltdown? Like this guy has, Plummeted in popularity, like crazy. He basically the Sense Foundation we've already mentioned. Kind of uh, what was happening was this is just off the top of my head because my head is so far in the dole and stuff right now. That uh, he had um, he had the Sense Foundation and then he had another charity organization. And what he was trying to get the Sense Foundation to do was to work towards getting donations for. Uh, not only the community outreach, but to divert some of that to organ donations because there was a senator fan that saved his life uh, with a liver transplant, I believe it was. A yep.
1: 2015. Years ago. 2015. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> thanks, boss. So, um, <laughs> so, so there was that, and the Sense Foundation wanted to do more community outreach, and Melnick was trying to force them in a, in a position that they didn't want to go. So they kind of went two separate ways, but was also happening. By the way, a few of their social media people at the set at the Sens quit today and yesterday.
1: Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: So there, there, that is. So Sparta cat is probably left to doing it now because they don't have many people working there. Um, and what else? And so there was this, um, this, this article in the Ottawa sun that came out, I think yesterday about how Melnick has been mismanaging his other charity organization that kind of closed down, but has plans to open up again, because what happened was, and this is on top of the gambling stuff that happened in October of 2019. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, so basically what happened was, for his charity uh, galas and stuff, uh, they, I just remember one in particular off the top of my head, basically they raised a million dollars, but he only donated 5,000 to yeah. Oregon Research or whatever the cause was, because the rest of it was on gala fees and other fees that just amounted to the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. But the donations, only, they, only, they only donated five grand. So they closed that down, that charity um, down. And then today, a bunch of Ottawa fans raised like $8,000 in a couple of hours. So they're like, we didn't need a gala. And like, how, how, do, you, how do you mismanage a million dollars worth of donations? I don't remember off the top. Like this is just off yeah. the top of my it's head. Not but it's not mismanagement.
2: It's just it's just what they do. I mean, rich people find ways to
1: evade taxes, raise money, and you know. Yeah, but, yeah, he, but this. I think, I think he's trying to say like he's he's not happy where uh, they're putting their revenues, like what they're investing into. He right. says like because he had the organ issue, he's like we should be putting more money into that kind of stuff. Um, he's just not happy where they decide to put their money. Um, but I, like you guys are saying, I think there's a little bit more to this. Um, he's always kind of got something going on. And I mean, poor Ottawa. I mean, like, they've just been a disaster the last couple of years. And not to mention losing players. Um, maybe they'll get a boost with the number one and two pick this year. Um, that'll play out. But like their arena uh, deal, the Bretton Flats, is it keeps going. Yeah. Um, sad times, just- man. I think they just, a, they just need to get a new owner, but like, how are you going to make them sell the team? Yeah. How you, who, what we'll kind of owners yeah. going to want to get in on that? There's, they, a
0: he, they, he basically was like, you're like, even when I'm gone, like I'm going to give the organization to my children. Like the guy, <laughs> the guy is just, he knows he's hated and then does more to just sink himself. And, and I was telling this to these guys, like when I supply taught, I, we did this, this lesson on common sense. And it, it basically was a 45 minute, roast of eugene melnick because there's a bunch of hockey fans i'm like okay common sense so every time we talked about something I'm like so here's how eugene did it mm-hmm. and here's how he could have done it better so anyway but yeah, it's just it, that.
2: you never want to be on the opposite side of that example yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> like it's just and like i mean you know he I, yeah he's rich and he's a self-made I don't even know how he got rich because it's just, it doesn't, it does, he's, he's, you know, Sesame Street smart. It doesn't make sense. Like, who did he
2: con? Like, it doesn't. Yeah, it's, like, it's J- like a lot of other rich people. I mean, you have questions around them. I mean, I think the NHL has, has their very own Jerry Jones.
1: Uh, oh, with him? I mean, in the sense, I, I don't know about that. Like, Jerry Jones, like, it's a little different. He's like, Jerry Jones is a powerful owner in the NFL. Um, Jerry Jones is the owner, president, general manager. Um, like, if imagine if he
2: could do it, he probably would.
1: Well, I mean, well, some of his comments, he's kind of acted like the general manager in the past. Exactly.
0: And, and you mentioned why don't they get him? Like, why doesn't the NHL force him to sell the team? He's technically one of Bettman's bosses. Like, how is Bettman yeah. going to go around? Like, how would he even? Like, I, I, Bettman's, you're, you know, your hands are tied at that point. Unless he's really burned the Senators down to the ground, there's no way you're getting Melnick out of there. And no matter how many times we retweet Melnick out, Brent Wallace, I see you. Um, it's just, it's ridiculous. And then there's Jim Dolan. and
1: Yeah, Jim Dolan. He's another one. Um, another billionaire owner. He, I'm pretty sure he just inherited all of his money. Um, yeah, Madison Square Garden, the New York Rangers, the Knicks. Um, he refuses to put out a, he refused, or not? I don't know if refuse is the right word, but they never put out a statement uh, regarding what was going on in the U.S., every other NBA, NHL team at least said something. Um, I don't think he even really commented on it. It's kind of just like his. He said, like, he just chose, I don't know. He's, well, he's...
0: So I have both his statements, both the email that he sent around to everybody and then comments after the fact. All right, go ahead, the read it quick. Oh, okay. Uh, basically, uh, you know, he knows that people have been asking the company, you know, whether or not that they're going to say anything. And he says, like, I-, I want you to know our internal position. So while it's a turbulent time, and there's a lot of civil unrest, we always value being respectful and peaceful workplace.
1: What's so funny? Like fucking slurping his straw. I don't know if anyone caught that. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Sorry, continue. Nelly!
0: Uh, As companies. Oh, so basically he says, we are not any more qualified than anyone else to offer our opinion on social matters. It's important that um, we're committed to upholding our values and including a respectful workplace for all, and that's never going to change. Uh, what we say to each other matters, how we treat each other matters, and that's how we're going to get through this. So you can kind of, okay, uh, mm, I get that you care, but you know, it, at the same time, you're also running the New York Knicks, so that's a they've little been different. They've
1: arguably been the biggest sports organization disaster, dumpster fire. In a, for the longest time. I mean, the last decade. I mean, if we when talk, we talk, we don't even have to just relate it to hockey. Cause we know the Leafs were a dumpster fire for a long time. Uh, now it's kind of like, I mean, I throw the Buffalo Sabres in as a dumpster fire. Um, the Ottawa senators are now kind of a dumpster fire. Let's see how the draft and some development goes. Um, but the Knicks have been a dumpster fire forever. The Cleveland Browns have been a dumpster fire forever. It's just like, it's, it's something about these kind of organizations where, it, just, it takes a lot to turn around, and usually, I know Mike laughs because I like doing that a lot on the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, it takes it all starts from the top. That's what we hear. It all starts from the top. I mean, you can maybe, for the most part, correlate Brennan Shanahan being hired as the president here and the Leafs turning it around. Um, a lot of people would say Tim Liewicky had a lot to do with that with MLSE. Uh, he kind of makes magic wherever he goes, LA Kings, us here at home, Toronto FC, shout out one title, two chips in a row or two finals appearances in a row. Um, It all starts from the top, man. And there's people like Malik, there's people like Dolan. I I honestly hate to say it, but I think those organizations will always stay in that area, that zone of garbage and.
2: Toxins are just toxic down into the waterbed, you know?
1: Yeah, it all starts yeah. from the top, and it, it that goes for anything in life, with like work, um, how schools are run, anything, man. It all starts from the top down. It starts with leadership. Yeah. So, so he
0: so he had comments. I think it was like yesterday, and he says, "I made a, a sincere attempt to provide the, my perspective. It's a very important topic." And he does. He's like, "I don't want there to be conv, confu, any confusion about what me, like me as an individual or as a company, where we stand." So let me be clear: we we condemn and reject racism against anyone. Period. Now you can see kind of where he's coming from. Where there's a lot of companies that are releasing statements for publicity and all that stuff, uh, and he's like, actions meet, you know, are, are more important than words. And as long as we hold
2: ourselves accountable, actions speak louder than
1: words. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm trying to get in his head, More right?
2: important than words.
1: Only if you could say the words. <laughs>
2: Right.
0: So I'm (laughs) trying, I don't, I don't know if that was a slight at me or him or what, but it was
1: just a little slight at your derp there for a second, but it's all good. Yeah.
0: So I can understand that, but at the same time, it's like, look, you also own the New York Knicks. I know. Predominantly black organization. Yeah. You have to take some sort of a stand and it doesn't hurt your image really. If you post something like it can't make your, 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 people's opinion of you lower if you put something out there. So, I mean, I'm not big in the whole politics of the thing, but eh, it didn't. It kind of rubbed me a little wrong to witnessing that.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Mike, you got anything to add about Melnick, Dolan? I mean, the Sens are one of your favorite teams, so if you want to say anything about them.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know, not really. I mean, I, like you said, I think as, as long as these types of owners, management are in place, I don't think things are going to change anytime soon. Uh, the definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing and expecting a different result. So by that definition, we've got lots of insane people running hockey organizations. So yep. um, that I mean shit sucks. Sucks. Yeah. I, know, I know the feeling. I mean
1: I mean we're gonna kinda I'm gonna segue off your uh insanity. because um, I think the people at uh sports line might have some insanity. So to transition into Segway kind of smoothly, um, into, <laughs> it, yeah, it was smooth. Shut the fuck up, man. uh, <laughs> uh the Stanley cup possibilities, uh, released by sports line. So we will share, uh, the odds here with you now, if you are watching, if you're not watching, subscribe to the YouTube channel, face off hockey podcast. Um, we're also going to look at live streaming. I know we've met, we've said this before, but, um, We got to look into that because there might be some issues with live streaming and recording at the same time because we want to be able to get this out to you guys at all. But uh, when we figure something out, we'll let you know. But anyway, here were the uh, Stanley Cup probabilities by Sportsline. Um, Guys, first glance at this, what sticks out to you? Um, I'll give you a second to think. And for me, to be honest, it's Pittsburgh at 1.7%. Um, exactly what I was
2: going to say. There were other
1: teams I could have cherry-picked here, maybe Boston, maybe Vegas, Toronto. Um, but Pittsburgh, 1.7. I mean, if you look at the way they were playing going into the playoffs, you've got the experience, you got Crosby, Malkin, Gensel will be healthy, um, Matt Murray, Chris Letang, 1.7. Does this have anything yeah. to do with Carey Price? Because if it does, I'm I'm going to shoot someone.
0: I have well they have well the thing is they have Montreal at less than one percent. So I don't understand where they're I don't know how they're doing this. Like Florida 2.4. <laughs> really? Like come on.
1: Yeah, I like, no, I don't
2: get it either. They have teams in here that were barely making the playoffs that weren't gonna make the playoffs. I mean, you got the Rangers up there that were really not expected to do a whole lot up until because they the, went on a tear, that's yeah, why up until they a tear in the last like month of, of playable hockey. Well, but still, I mean, 8.4%. I don't know where they fabricated these numbers from. I mean, like does, Minnesota does, 2.9? Like, come on. Get
1: yeah,
0: out of here.
1: Yeah, and how does Boston go from winning the president's best team in the league? Exactly. 9.8. And what's with Tampa? What gives people any confidence that Tampa has the best odds of winning the cup? I mean, yeah, they have the best team on paper, but they had a lot of injuries before the season came to a pause. So everyone's going to be rusty. They voted no to the playoff format, so clearly they don't like something. Yeah. Excuse me, I almost just choked on my own burp there. Um, So, I don't really (laughs) – I don't really understand. I thought when we were back in studio during the season, the Flyers had the best chance. They only got better during this whole thing, and their odds dropped to under 6%. It
2: doesn't make any sense. I mean – Americans. Like – I'm, I'm think, sure there's some sort of mathematical algorithm that they plugged a bunch of
1: information in and like, I, but I would love to know what that's based on. At least they could have gave us that, that information. You know what? Maybe it was buddy at editor and leaf that I was did. just I
0: thinking the same. Know, thing I was thinking about him
2: too. They, I
1: don't know. Cause if it was editor and leaf, Toronto would have had 58% odds to win the cup Correct. because they have the best raw, ro- the best roster in the league,
2: not only in the league, but ever of all time.
1: Yeah. In any <laughs> How about of all time? Um, yeah. I don't get it I mean St. Louis kind of get in the disrespect here they're number one in the central Uh, 6.9 nice yeah
2: it seems like Vancouver Edmonton I mean like those are pretty solid teams and they're they're, I mean I don't I don't know if the Leafs could beat some of those teams
1: below them in a best of five or best of seven series but like Carolina at 1.1 Winnipeg at 1% like I would put Winnipeg ahead of Florida Minnesota Nashville Vancouver Like, so they would easily jump into the middle. Um, I would drop the Rangers down. I would put Boston maybe underneath Tampa Bay. I've no, you know what? I'd have it Boston, St. Louis, Washington, Colorado, Tampa Bay. That would be my top five. Um, The Leafs, I would maybe put a little bit higher just because I think they can get past Columbus. But I mean, then, I mean, you're starting off kind of at a disadvantage because they're going to have to play whoever comes as the number one seed in right. that four, or whatever they're going to plan on doing there. So they're going to be playing someone good. Um, I don't know, man.
0: I still can't get how they
1: have the Rangers over the Blues. Yeah. yeah. Or over Philly or over Vegas. Aronious. Yeah, well, yeah. Even over agree. the Leafs in Edmonton. Like Edmonton was having a good season. They, I mean, I thought they would be favorited to beat Chicago. Um, Arizona, like Dallas. Hold on. Can we take in Dallas is in – a top four seed, are they not? They're in a top four seed. Yeah, yeah. With, I think so. uh, Vegas, Colorado, and St. Louis. Exactly.
0: They have a less than one percent chance. What's yeah, up with that? I know. does
1: What is up is so with dumb. that? Um, this is so dumb. I gotta, I gotta stop looking at this because it's kind of making me mad. But well, how do? I, you're right though. How do teams that get an
2: automatic buy technically into the playoffs have a less of a chance?
1: I mean, mathematically, it just doesn't add up. I mean I would put some good money down on Pittsburgh and I would put some good money down on Dallas if they have those high odds, I guess you would call them high odds um, at this point. So I mean we still don't even know if we're getting the playoffs, right? Kat?
2: <laughs> I was going <gonna, laughs> to I, I I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I, I didn't say so it. I'm so emotionally invested in this that it, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to shave my head again. I don't know. I'm going to do something crazy like You're shave your Shave beard, your little. beard. Yeah. There you go.
1: <laughs> Fine, fuck. No, no, I don't can we? Uh, can we get that in writing or? No,
2: see, I don't want to commit. <laughs> we, I'm going
1: to draft a document right now. Send it to the lawyers. Look like no, he's
2: because he's not going to. He's just going to do it. If
0: he's going to do it, he's just going to do it one random morning, and we're not going to be there to see it. So yeah,
1: classic.
2: <laughs> hey, so hey, my. You know what? You can't. You can't time that shit. It's got to be spontaneous. It's got to come from the heart. <laughs>
1: I mean, speaking. I, I I guess. I guess. Speaking I of know. the
2: heart, there we go. There's a segue.
1: Yeah. Speaking of the heart. Yeah. There. Hey! There's a segue. Are you are you calling me out for my shit segue before, Mike? I'm
2: just. You know, I'm just trying to play along. I'm just trying to. Just, you
1: know, I hold all the cards, and I can throw you on mute right now. So there's Mike. <laughs> he me the finger, and he's unmuted. Mike's back. Um, so yeah, speaking of the heart, I guess we have got a couple minutes, so we can get into yeah. these boards quickly. Uh, Mike, do who do you have as the Hart Trophy winner this year? Um, Don't take the editor and leaf stance where you can name five players better than Leon Dreisaitl. Who, I'm not saying I Dreisaitl be, should be the pick, but he's definitely have, in the top two, I, three.
2: I have been the biggest advocate for Leon Dreisaitl for this award. You know what? I think he's, he's always going to be, as long as he plays with Connor McDavid, he's always going to be in the shadow of Connor McDavid. I actually think this year he was a more valuable player on that team than Connor McDavid was simply because he's played through a lot of, a lot of time when Connor McDavid wasn't even able to play. Yes, um, And I think he did it quite well. And, and I remember when we had a conversation us in studio back, I don't know, it feels like three years ago. Yeah. Um, when we had that conversation, I said, Edmonton's going to completely fall off without, uh, Connor McDavid. I think that's what my take was. I don't know. Shit. I don't even remember anymore. Um, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And they did pretty well. Uh, and I, I you got to give the guy some credit. So
1: Seidel clearly showed his value yeah. to the Edmonton Oilers organization. Exactly. And, and that's it. People like to nitpick at what the MVP actually is. Is it the best player or is it the most valuable? Well, in this case – this year, I think Dreisaitl was the best and the most valuable.
2: The most valuable. I, could, so, I completely agree with that. I, I think, think it's
1: kind of locked. I think it's cut and dry. I think it's a lock. It should be sidle CAC, do you agree with us? or do you Unanimously. And Unanimous. Editor and
2: right.
0: Queef, you can shove that calculator up
2: your ass. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe Austin Matthews, since he's the best player on the best roster in, on, on, on a team in sports. Let's not really bring our boy into this,
1: but I wouldn't – have. I mean, maybe if the season continued, he would have had 52, 53 goals, but I don't think he would have been in the hard conversation. I think he would have had Seidel there uh, no matter what. Um, Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. David Pasternak because he was yeah. rocket. And Boston was the best team in the league. Um, and honestly, Connor McDavid by unanimous. Uh, he would definitely probably get some votes. Um, so moving on to the Vesna. A lot of good candidates this year, I think. Um, off the top of my head, let's see. There was uh, Connor Hallebuck. That's it. Um, ben, yeah. Bishop, maybe, ben Bishop. Ben no. Bishop maybe would get some squeeze, some votes. Bassi. Uh, Bassi yeah, but he was hurt for a little bit. Um, I can't really throw Freddie in there. Dude, um, oh no, he had reading, a I was system.
2: reading some some articles about they had Tuka Rask up there, and. I mean like sure Boston is the best team in the league but like you're splitting your time with a, another great goalie in Jarho or Yeah Yarrow Hala. yeah 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 and uh, I I mean I don't know you can't really you can't really call him the best goalie when you're only playing half of the games I mean you can't but but I don't know They're looking at they were they were looking at among starters he had the
0: best goals against average among starters so I think they were looking at that I agree I I think for me, I pick uh, uh, yeah. Hellebuck, um, even though he did have a 2.57 goals against average, which was not at the top 10. But just what he did with that whole right side completely decimated. Yeah. I don't, I don't see any of those other goalies doing what he did in that situation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Hellebuck to me. Uh, like for all the reasons you guys mentioned, he would uh, get my vote. So I think that's another unanimous for us here uh, with Hellebuck and dry so far, but then we 15. move on. Yeah, I think so. But this one might get a little bit tougher. The Norris. So best defenseman um, there's been a toss up here and it's been between uh Roman Yossi, John Carlson. Um, and you know what, for the hell of it, we didn't talk about rookie of the year, but I think there's two mm-hmm. rookie of the year candidates in kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes who arguably could have been getting some Norris votes. Um, Quinn oh, Hughes, yeah. with him in Vancouver and us being in Canada and with TSN and all that, we saw a little bit more of him. Um, but, I mean, the guy almost had a point per game pace. Sorry, I wanted to stop to see if Mike Slurp would get in the game. I, I started and I was like, maybe I shouldn't. Um, but to me, it would be Roman Yossi. Uh, the national Predator has been kind of on a decline. Um, Roman Yossi, he signed that big deal a year or two ago and he's their captain, and he led the team in scoring as a defenseman. In, yeah, it's uh, great. It's great and all,
2: but I don't know. Like, giving giving it to – giving the Norris to a team that is just not that good. I mean, to a guy on a team that's just not that good. I mean
1: – Yeah, but this, this is, like, kind of where the heart – like, why would – like, people, like, it has to be a team that makes the playoffs. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, what right. was that? I don't know what that was. <laughs> Is there like an orb floating around in your in your room? It looked like a piece of dust, but anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was. I saw that. One. Yeah. The hockey fans uh, are
2: paying Kak a visit. They're telling him, "Hey, buddy, hockey's coming back. You better." Yeah, get Yeah. Shut your mouth.
1: Um. <laughs> say the name and shut name. up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, John I Carlson. think I. Well, you know what? To me, yeah. I think Roman Yossi. You think John Carlson? Yeah. I
0: think he's been because they do put an emphasis on points with the way they vote. And the fact that John Carlson has been a top 10 point getter throughout the whole season. um, I think that's where, yeah. Oh my God. Where is that? Anyway. um, I think that's where he, I think that's where he's going to get more of the vote. Like Roman Yossi's numbers are great, especially on the team that he's on. Absolutely. But I think because they're going to give him the Carlson treatment, the Mike Green treatment, where they're going to probably put more votes because he had more points. I think that's where – I mean, my pick would be Carlson because he was so offensively gifted and defensively. But at the same time, Roman Yossi had a plus 22. I don't know. I mean, plus 22, plus 12. Lidstrom won a Norris with a minus three.
1: Yeah. I don't know I mean, how important that is well, anymore. Uh, to me, the plus minus is kind of almost irrelevant at this it's relevant point. on a team like Nashville. Well, it's kind of irrelevant in general. Um, maybe we can ask some calculators if how they feel about that. But I mean, yeah, you know what it, it could be a toss-up uh but between Carlson and Yossi. i personally would go with Yossi. Um tack.
0: Just to further I know I said Carlson, but to back up Geo's pick. Okay, Roman Yossi had 65 points leading the Nashville Predators. Who was second and had and what how many points did they have? I just I just found this out now.
1: Um Hmm. Maybe is it a? It's a forward. It's a forward. Is it? Uh, is it Kyle Turris?
0: No, it's Forsberg, and he had forty-eight
1: points. Yikes! 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 Yeah, I thought incredible. he was hurt for a little bit too, wasn't he? Six. Uh, six games. Hmm. Interesting. So crazy. Yeah. That's I mean, how
0: bad Nashville. I don't was. know. Like,
2: I these awards are are just tainted in general. Like, I think the best defenseman should go to the best defenseman not necessarily the yeah. one that gets the most points i mean
1: yeah but i guess you can make an argument the defenseman that gets the most points is technically the best defenseman, the best
2: defenseman but, but that's the thing this is where we differ this is where i i i get we get into arguments is debates whatever arguments
1: whatever. well speaking of debates arguments this the jack adams the coach of the year this is a good one because i think there is at least five unreal candidates for this one um, that's, yeah. so for the Jack Adams, I'm going to throw Alain Vigneault, Philadelphia, uh, John Tortorella, Columbus, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, Paul Maurice, oh, um, you could make the case for Bruce Cassidy with Boston. Um, mm-hmm. that's four, um, the coach John Cooper, uh, I mean, maybe in years past, not this year Total. Yes. Uh, coach, coach of the Rangers, I'm drawing a blank. Um, oh, Quinn, Dave Quinn. Dave, Dave Quinn. Quinn. David Quinn. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, Quinn, he's got to be up there. Um, Rod the Bod, I mean, you got to throw him in there. Um, but when I really narrow it down, I'm thinking of it's going to be tough to not give it to you either Vino or Tortorella. Uh, Tortorella, he kept Columbus on the ship. He got a little lucky finding a tandem in net. Um, But he lost Panarin, who's been unreal this year. He lost Duchesne. He lost Zingle. He had most of the season with no Jones, no Wierenski, either or. I mean, tough not to give it to torts. Vigneault, it seems everywhere he goes, he turns it into a winning organization. Um, The Flyers, Carter Hart, maybe they finally found their goalie. But he signed Kevin Hayes. Well, he didn't sign him, but definitely had a say in it. Kevin Hayes, they got some young guys. Couturier, Giroux. Flyers were looking good, man. It's tough to not give it to him. Yeah, They're both I, two teams that kind of came up from nothing this year. Paul Maurice, same thing. No think, losing Bufflin right away. Sorry, Mike, I'm cutting you off. Go ahead, buddy.
2: Okay, I'm just saying I think I think Philly would get a, more of a nod. I, I mean, Vigneault's great for sure. I think they get more of a nod for GM of the year than coach of the year. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's where, that's where Tortorella comes in with, uh, you know, a, a – a shrinked, not a shrinked roster, but a, a watered, down, watered down wa- roster from what he had in the previous year. Almost a bit and of a tongue twister there
1: for you, Mikey. Oh no, I <laughs> uh,
2: might have slipped some uh, little vodka in that slushy there. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, what? No, I didn't. I didn't. What? It's the
1: studio days again? What? <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so, yeah, I mean, I and I like Paul Maurice for it as well. Uh, I just think he's a good coach. And... And obviously, Winnipeg's dealt with their adversity this year as well. So, big time. I mean, he handled it well. He kept the guys in order. So it's a it's a, it's a close race, I think.
0: It's it's hard because usually we have like the full That's season to said. judge it. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I think you know it's hard to judge because a lot of these teams we don't know if they would have made the playoffs or not. Like most of what we have said are coaches that are on teams that were bubble going to make it, maybe not going to make it. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jared Bednar, well, as, as well as Colorado has done, I don't see like Jared Bednar, get because I know his name was thrown around there too a bit. Um, if Winnipeg were to have made the playoffs with an actual 82-game season and they would have made the playoffs, I would have seen my vote uh, for, for Paul Maurice. But also, I mean, Elaine Vignon. It also has Michelle Therrien as his assistant, so that's got to hinder him somewhat. So despite that, he's winning because of that. Uh, those would That would be where my vote would go in between. Um, do you say Michelle yeah.
2: Therrien hinders his chances at winning?
0: I or? do not like him. I do not like him. You don't like
2: Michelle Therrien? We've talked about this before. I think we Maybe.
1: have. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I, I like
2: have. Michelle Therrien. I, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the- you do. I know
2: you do. He's a good coach. He's a hard ass. He's not afraid to say, speak his mind. I mean, I think that's the, we've that's t- the kind of coach you need, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm here to be your coach. I'm not your friend, you know, quote, the we, great we've Her talked Brooke.
0: about this. We've talked about this already. So yeah.
2: anyway, I'm just reiterating
1: for you.
0: No, I know. Well, I know what your stance was and I was no.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just do um, not
0: like him at all. So,
1: yeah. So those are kind of the four big awards kind of left up for grabs. Kat, you'd mentioned the voting uh, has opened up for those. Um, no. but you don't think hockey will be played. So who the hell knows? Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I guess that kind of does it for today's show. Uh, <laughs> we talked a lot today about the playoffs. Uh, Max Kellerman, that son of a bitch. Um, the Ottawa Senators, maybe next week we'll have an update and maybe some more shit will come out about Eugene. Um, Stanley, come ah. on some more sites, more affiliates will come out with some different odds and maybe we can compare because I don't know how they would flip flop and change because nothing's going on. Um, so we'll see about that. Uh, guys, thanks for being here again, you know? We're <laughs> after you're talking to the viewers. Well, I'm talking to the viewers and I'm talking to you. Mike, you almost missed the show. I mean we record same time, same day every week and you almost I forgot stuck about in a it. Thing yeah. Cags. Yeah.
0: Uh, he had a thing, so, I mean, running a little late.
1: So. Yeah, I mean, that could take <laughs> time.
0: <laughs> Sometimes, you know.
1: Mike, it, you want to send it? Send us off here with a big slurp of the straw and a Yager salute? I just did. Yager salute, though. I'm all for it. Yager, Yager. It deep. salute. salute.